What's up everybody, I'm Steph. And I'm Mari. We are two licensed professional counselors in the state of Wisconsin, and this is the Rewriting Her Story podcast, a mindset podcast for everyone. Here we'll discuss daily issues we face ourselves, struggles our clients are having, and ways to tackle everyday life, and whatever else comes up. We take a no bullshit approach while still being empathetic and supportive. Let's Let's fucking fucking go. 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 And we're live from the studio. That is our home. And back in action. <laughs> I feel like it's been forever, but I don't really think it has. Only like a couple weeks, I think. Yeah, it's only been a couple weeks. I was going to say, I feel like it's been forever too, but it's only been a couple weeks. Yeah. Oh, I think it was because, but did we record before I went to Florida or after? I think we recorded after we got the hoodies because I remember we were wearing them. So it was like after the master class. And we got the hoodies after Florida. Yes. So yeah, it was, it's literally not been long. No, not at all. And we're both like, (laughs) (laughs) oh man, episode 57. (laughs) I was trying to melt it. I know. And I was like, I'm such a bad lip reader. What are you doing? (laughs) And my eyes are like burning. I didn't even like work a full day, but my eyes are burning. Yeah. Um, yeah, episode 57. I know I, I was meeting with one of my clients today and I I typically don't talk about our podcast just because I feel like it's like, I feel like with too. my clients. Yeah, I feel like I'm pushing it on yes, somebody, same. which feelings are not facts, but whatever. It's not like you walk in the door and I'm like, I have a podcast. Just see, so here's my business card. Look it up. Right. But anyways, so she was like, you have a podcast? And I was like, yeah. And she, I was like, did I not tell you that? And she was like, no. And I was like, well, I'm, you know, I don't like to tell all on. And she was like, how many episodes do you guys have? You guys have? And I was like, oh my God. And then I was like, 59, 58, 57. So 56. Because <laughs> I was like, we're recording three today. Gosh. Ugh, that's so crazy. It's wild. But 57. Yes. Here we go. 57. So today we are, I posted a status on Facebook asking for tips and things. And typically most people don't, not tips and things, uh, ideas for the podcast, suggestions. And typically nobody says anything. So I'm like, thanks guys. But this one generated a lot. So I'm super excited about it. Yes. So today we're going to talk about emotional spending. Um, So I feel like this could go a lot of ways, right? I feel like when we are in high levels of stress or elevated moods. We all have things that we do, our negative coping skills that we do to um, make ourselves feel better, fill a void, numb out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so today it just happens to be that we're going to talk about emotional spending, Mm -hmm. which (laughs) I don't know. We have a vast history. Oh, Stephanie. (laughs) I have no idea what that's like. What? My bankruptcy would tell you otherwise. <laughs> Getting emotional <laughs> and spending money? I stay home. I think it's a double-edged sword, right? You get emotional and you spend money or you don't feel anything and you spend money. So then you're happy. Like it's yeah. one or the other, right? For four seconds. And then you're like, and then you're like, oh my God, I spent $7. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that like, I get, I, sometimes I get like vacation mode and I'm like, it's fake money right now. <laughs> I'm on vacation. It's fake money. It's not real. I don't have to deal with the consequences. And then I get home and I'm like, who did you think you were? <laughs> who did you think you were in that moment? Because I was happy. I was, like, oh, I was like, spend the money. <laughs> like, 
like what's that the supermarket sweep show and shit like it's just me just being like put it all in the cart put it all in the cart I don't know about you, but I was obviously a reckless emotional spender when I was broke as fuck. Right now that I have money, I'm like, I, I can't buy that. I don't need it. And I'm like, what? but you can buy it now. That you make literally sense. can afford that. Yes. But I think it, it freaks yes. me out. Yeah. Well, because I think that we've worked so hard to leave that. Yeah. We have worked. I'm going to put this somewhere. What is it? It's a hair clip and I'm going to play with oh. it and it's going to bounce Thanks. off and it's going to make a big ass noise. Uh, not that me opening the drawer to my desk wasn't like, <laughs> I, it was but... an eraser. I was like, why do you have a pink eraser on your desk? Nope. It was, I found a hair tie. So I put my hair up better than what it was. And I was just going to start putzing with it. And I did it in session today and it snapped off and flew. So I was like, learn your lesson, Mari. Anyways, I can't wait to increase the dose of my Ritalin because my body is used to it and I'm back to just nonsense. Anyways, um, uh, see, I don't even know where I was going. We've, tr- we've worked really hard to deter yes. ourselves from doing that. That's what I'm saying. So I think that because in the beginning it was just filling a void and numbing out and it was like, I just want to do whatever I can. And, or I also think mine started from the place of like, my parents worked really, really hard and we didn't for their money and we didn't buy same. They didn't buy recklessly. Mm-hmm. And so when I could sign up for a credit card, I was like, bet yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get mine and yep. and I spent recklessly yep. and, but like then so that then coupled with using it as a start for like emotional spending mm-hmm. or like this um emotional avoidance or, or outlet mm-hmm. if you will um I think now because we've put in so much work to recognize what those patterns are and to recognize better ways of coping and how to handle ourselves mm-hmm. that it feels like there's this, I don't want to say trigger. Cause I feel like that's such a, um, overused word. Yes. And I don't want it to seem like I'm like when people who actually have triggers, like yes. it's just such a, um, highlight moment for us to be like, mm-hmm. should I pay attention? What am I doing? Do I really yeah. need this? Do I really want it to make sure that we're being accountable? Mm-hmm. Um, but man, yeah. 18 to 24, I was out of this world and not that I wasn't out of this world until like 28 when I really hit my oh 29 29 when I started like really hardcore budgeting but I I think I was less so because I had Sophia and then I was like okay well her needs to have to come before mine and so like I need to make sure I have those things but like girl college was a wild time I was Mm -hmm. ruthless ruthless Once I got the Victoria's Secret card, it was oh girl, who who are you, you buying that, that for? Who the fuck, girl? Like, absolutely, who are you buying that for? What are you doing? It's embarrassing. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, Mari, baby dude. Mari, sit down, dude. It was wild, mm-hmm. wild. What are some things that you've heard from your clients as to like emotional spending? Why they do it? Honestly, I don't know many, I don't know that many of my clients struggle with it or if they do, Mm. we don't talk about it, to be honest. I feel like it's just like my own history of doing it or like my friends. Yeah. Um, And I think not, I think I know obviously back in the day, like even when we were in college, because you're not Mm -hmm. that far behind me, you couldn't shop from your phone. You had to go to the mall, right? Yep. Now all you have to do is pick up your phone and you can get whatever the fuck you want. And in Amazon, Amazon was not a thing. No. But that's what made the pandemic so fucking dangerous for people who had spending problems like myself. 
because mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, fill the void, fill the void. Bye, 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 bye. Like, yep, yep. And it was just ridiculous. Even when we had to shop from catalogs, you had to wait four to six weeks to get your shit. Now you wait 13 minutes and you're like, where's my shit? An hour, Where's one hour. <laughs> like that one lady. Oh my God. Y'all, y'all, this is the only time you're going to hear me expressing negativity about another person. But I'm telling you, I sold some Starbucks cups on um, uh, Facebook Marketplace and the person asked me to ship them. And I was like, okay, no problem. Sent them the shipping tracking information. When I tell you this woman messaged me at every least seven hour. Times by the time I came over. At every hour. It's not, not tracking, tracking yet. yet. It's not tracking yet. If you didn't say, if you didn't mail them today, you could have just said that. If you didn't if you didn't mail them, you could just say that. I was like, you're so high strung. And I'm it's it's starting to wear off on me. I'm starting to get real irritable right now. Never again. Never again will I ship anything off Facebook Marketplace. I don't blame you. Ugh. Anyways, that was a whole sidebar. Because Do you have clients that struggle with emotional spending? I have some, for sure, that struggle with emotional spending. And I think um, the situations that they've talked about, how, like, what it leads back to is, like, not wanting to be home alone or Mm -hmm. um, wanting, like, something that, like, happiness and, like... Mm -hmm. um, like sometimes it is in result of like not wanting to be alone or like having had things taken away from them. Like then it's like, well, these are my things and I bought them and you can't take them away from me. Um, Some of it comes from like being raised with like nothing. Mm -hmm. um, And then using that as like, well, this is like, now I have everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But then leading them to understand that you can literally have everything that you want in the world and people are still fucking miserable. So, yep the money and the things and all that is not going to fill the void. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think if we're looking at um, uh, negative coping skill as a whole, which again, this could be, this could be overspending, overeating, sexual activities, gambling, sleeping, like sure. it could be any of these negative drugs, anything, alcohol. There are, is a plethora of reasons as to why these habits or, or coping skills get started. So I think that it would be a poor use of our time to kind of digest like how it gets started. Because again, the variables are limitless, mm-hmm. right? But let's talk about, okay, so it's here. You have it. You do it. We, we're doing these excessive spendings, um, attempting to fill some sort of void, right? So how do we stop? How do we Mm -hmm. break that cycle? How do we get out of it? And the funny thing is, is as we're, it's not funny, but the thing is, as we were, as I was looking at this list that was accumulating on um, the Facebook, the newsfeed, and then as I was thinking about like just finishing the book, The Body Keeps Score, and like having read multiple other um, mental health books and like sure. our just schooling in general and all of that. It was just, it just is shocking to me how much everything keeps coming back to having to be mindful and being in your body. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Dude. Mm-hmm. It's literally everything, everything, everything is thought work and being in your body and paying attention to what is coming up for you to be able yep. to stop it. It is, it's just like thing after thing after thing. And I'm like, but we're never taught that no. we're never taught to be in the moment. No, no, it is the next thing. And you got to have the next thing. And here's another, here's another thing for this. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, I was listening to my, finishing the book today on audible. And I paused because Jeffrey and I were talking about something. He was like, oh, we sold this big lapse credit card that we use to get this discount. Like I've never activated. I've never used it. Just paid the thing off. And like, 
is, is this still real? And I was like, yeah, it's a real credit card. Like just because you didn't call and activate, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I was like, just leave it or cut it up. It doesn't really matter. And then I literally went onto Facebook and big lots ads all over my Facebook, like in between my things. So it's like, you can't even like, you can't, you can't have a conversation. <laughs> you can't even think things right? without can't your phone trying to get you to buy your it. Phone is going to know. And yes. that's going to pop up. And it's, it's just wild it's there. Wild. The way that our society is just on and it's, it's attempting to just keep the masses satisfied, right? Because I mean, I feel like this could, we could go in like the man right. wants you to be preoccupied. So you're not paying attention to the things that are going on in the world, mm-hmm. which I think has done a great job of, right? Like I have so many clients who I'm like, we've had discussions about the world or just things in general and just their naivety about life is sure. astonishing to me. And thinking back to, you know, 2014, 2015, Stefan Murray, mm-hmm. um, first of all, we were such different people. Like we're oh still the God. same people at our core, right? Yes. But like we yes. were such different people. And the thing is, is like, we would literally go on our lunch break and go shopping and yeah. encourage each other to buy things that we didn't need, but we wanted them. So remember when, happy. yeah. Remember when one day we decided that I was going to redo Sophia's room? Yes. <laughs> And I was going to paint the walls blue and pink. <laughs> what? Yeah. We were so miserable. We were just like trying to find any anything beacon of hope or happiness. And so we would go to Target. <laughs> we would go to Kohl's. We would, like we would go everywhere. Tanning, ice Tanning, cream. Like ice cream. Yes. We'd get pedicure sometimes and come back to work late. And then we're like, sure sorry. Was. It was like the traffic was bad. We had Nails to done, <laughs> hair done, everything did. Like, did we have money for that? No. No. Nope. Nope. No. So how do we stop? How do we break these habits? What I would love for somebody to hear in the very beginning of all of this is that this behavior and this pattern, this neural pathway was not built overnight. No, you are not going to, overnight is not going to happen. You are not going to end this behavior that has been ingrained, that has been providing instant gratification, instant feedback to you. Mm -hmm. You're not going to stop that overnight. Yep. Like I was just like, again, not to go back to this book, but the body keeps score at the very end. He was talking about neurofeedback and that's where they put like little stickies and they reward certain, um, brain waves, Mm -hmm. um, depending on where their, um, frequency is. Even those sessions teaching your brain with neurofeedback, like little, little Mm -hmm. pulses or whatever, even those sessions take 20 to 40 times over mm-hmm. and that's with something else doing it. That's not even with like thought yeah. work, which is going to take longer. Yep. So you have to understand you're not going to get there overnight. The important thing for you to remember with anything in life is that consistency is key. It's not the effort in which you show up. It is the consistency. And it's so not making, like a, go ahead. you start this, right. And you start to make these changes and then you treat yourself to something and you're like, I'm the fucking worst. I just fucking lost it all. and backsliding. Like, hold on. You're still allowed to Mm -hmm. buy yourself things. Just be mindful when you're doing it. What's the reason? Do you need a new dress because you're going to a wedding or do you just want a new dress because you thought it was pretty? Just be mindful of why you're doing the things that you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, an attempt to not reward yourself with the issue at hand, sure. right? Like I, if I'm trying to stop binging or overeating, I'm not going to reward myself with food. Sure. So like 
how can, what other ways can you reward yourself? Can you reward yourself with like, you know, reading a book and like, again, you can find cheap ways to do things or like mm-hmm. renting a book from the library, renting a DVD from the library, going on a walk by the beach, like being able to, you know, sit down and binge watch a TV show or like mm-hmm. what, what other ways can you reward yourself besides, um, spending? Sure. But it doesn't mean that you can't spend, right? Like right. once you start saving, like that's, also like learning to be like, that's what your savings is for. Mm-hmm. That's why you saved money to be able to get these things or pay for these things or take the trip or whatever that it may be. And instead of getting excited about like binge spending or overspending, you'll get excited about saving and seeing that amount of money continue to go up and go up. Cause that's something you're proud of. Yes. Yes. I, I have, was helping one of my teenage clients. Um, one of her goals is to be able to move out when she's 18 and saving money. And so we were talking about, um, like a savings account and why it's important and blah, blah, blah. And in the beginning, I think she was doing it to humor me. Like she was getting a job because she wanted to do it. But I think the savings account was to humor me until like she reached 300 and then 500 and then 800 and then a thousand and then 1500 and then 2000. And I was like, girl, you've reached a higher savings account than I reached before I was even 30. Like, you have to understand like how amazing this is and how important this is. And like being able to afford her first car, like girl, you put in that work for sure. Nobody can take that from you. And so like there are, um, benefits or other rewards in which you can skew. But I think the important part is, is first, um, understanding stopping the scale or stopping the, um, behavior isn't going to start, isn't going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to put the work in and, for my thought process as a therapist, I like to get to the root of why we're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be like the origin story, but like, let's start to be mindful and see what is showing up for you. Is this jealousy? Is it sadness? Is it, um, is it like filling the void, not wanting to be alone? Like what, what is kind of the reason or pay attention to like when this starts to show up that you're doing this? What moods would trigger your emotional spending? I know mine. I think teenage Mari who signed up for credit cards, it was just because I didn't pay attention. I like, I didn't understand money. Sure. Like in my mind, I was just like, I'll make it eventually. Like I'll, I'll pay it off eventually. Like I didn't just really understand how it works, which sounds whatever. I'm not even going to put a judgment on it because like I, I, yeah, I think I was just like, whatever, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it is what it is. I think impulsivity, right. Of being ADHD towards the older Mari before I really started budgeting it would be like when I was sad like when Soph would be with her dad and I wouldn't want to sit at home literally all day on a Sunday so I'd like go to Target I would get a Starbucks I'll go get my nails done well not my nail like my nail nails but because I go to somebody for that and those are very routine and scheduled but like go get a pedicure go like I would just go do things because I was like I don't want to fucking be at home Mm -hmm. like I can't and I never really like, I, I don't think in the moment that I was putting two and two together of like, sure. I'm fucking sad and I don't want to be alone or like, I, not even that I don't want to be alone. I just didn't know how to be alone. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause like being alone doesn't bother me. It's just like, I had never had to be alone. Sure. You know? Yeah. Mine's definitely, I was just going to say, well, yeah, let's put it out there. Sadness for sure. But I think, yeah. and I talked about this in one of the episodes a while ago mm-hmm. when I was first divorced and the custody stuff, you know, yeah was like put into play. I missed him so much. And I think I don't, I don't think that I felt guilty about the divorce Mm. because it's never something that I feel like I struggled with, but maybe I felt guilty about like 
him having to go between two homes. And so I would often buy things for him. So he would have something when he came up from his dad's and I'm like, this is not teaching him anything. It took me a while yeah. to get to the point that of where I was like, this isn't teaching him anything. I can't just like be buying him things all yeah. the time because he's not here. Um, I think boredom is also yeah. something where I'll just, boredom like, I'm, bored. I'm going to go look, I'm, I'm going to go like shop. I'm going to go look and see what I can find. And then I just, <laughs> it's just not a good fucking thing, but sadness I think is a really big one for me. Yeah. Because I get this hit of like, oh, I'm excited. I, I got something new or this is coming in the mail or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it gives that dopamine release that like hit a serotonin of like instant gratification of like, oh my gosh, I got this. Yeah. And then the sad thing is, is when it comes and if it's like clothing or something like that, you try it on. It's that yes. instant like, oh, I do like this. This yep. was a good buy. It reinforces that purchase. And then it's like, well, I like that one. So why couldn't I get this one? Yep. And I think that's, I, I think, well, I, I order a lot on Amazon now, but I think I view that in my head as like, if I don't like it, I can return it. So yes. it, to me, it's so easy to return that that's what I do. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, sadness was a huge one. Or huge. like when we would go to Kohl's, you guys have obviously been to Kohl's and they have a clearance rack and something's like $2 and 80 cents. And you're like, yeah, I'm done because it. it's $2 and 80 cents. Do I need it? No, but I'm going to buy it. Cause it's three bucks. That's it's not three dollars. It's yeah. not rationale for buying anything ever, ever. If mm-hmm. I don't need it, I don't need it. No. Now my obsession is plants. I'm not going to stop. It's so bad. And books. So I'm never going to stop buying books. For a long time, it was movies. But now with all the streaming stuff, like I still own my movies, right? But I don't buy them as much. But like books, forget it. I'm going to buy books whenever I want because I love them. And plants. I'm just going to have a jungle in my house. Plants is so hard for me. It's hard. It's so so hard. Especially because I saw saw like a three and a half foot, almost four foot fiddle leaf at Home Depot. Okay, it's probably like three feet. Three foot. That's still big. It was big, but it and was imagining three and a half or four feet in my head, and I was like, okay, that's dramatic. So it was like three foot, and I was like, it's only seventy dollars. I want bad. it so bad. I want it so bad, and I took a picture and sent it to Jeffrey, and he was like, Mari, I swear to God, and I was like, <laughs> and you're like, okay, I'm not getting it then. And I was like, I don't think Jeff will let us back in the house, so so never mind. And then she was like. I don't need another plant. So I bought another plant. I was like, you know what? You're so unnecessary right now. But that audio lives rent free in my head because that is me, literally. But in my head, I'm like, plants are happiness. Yeah. Like they bring oxygen to your space. We yes, it's cleansing. I can't breathe my if I don't have plants space. in my house. So. And he was like, you better not buy another plant. And if you buy another plant, it better be low light. Cause we're eventually going to need plants in the basement. This place looks like a jungle. And I was like, it's just cause it's winter. Some are going to go outside in the summer and yes. thrive in the humidity. Mm-hmm. Case in point, my pencil tree. I, think guys. I, killed, I got bug another Venus flytrap and I think I killed it. I don't know how to keep, they're supposed to live outside and they can't live outside because it's cold. So stop buying them until it's it like this warm. big. It's, it's little, it's tiny, uh, well, but they don't understand. They get sad. He's going to be pissed if I really did kill it. I know. He's pissed that I killed the first one. Yeah, he did tell me about that when he came over. He's like, I got another one because she killed the other one. And I was like, I was like, first of all, it's difficult to keep He's plants alive. Yeah, and especially Venus flytraps that eat bugs. I don't have bugs re- like running around my house. And right? I'm not going to buy any. I'm sure I'm not. not buying a croquette. No, I bought oh, it because yeah. it was like four bucks. And I was like, if I kill it, it's four bucks. It's whatever. Ridiculous. There was one for like 30. I was like, absolutely not. It was huge. It was like feeded a mouse. Like, no. Yeah, probably. No. (laughs) Carnivorous plant. No, thank you. Anyways. So 
let's talk about how to deter emotional spending. And let me preface this by saying here, there's eight steps that we're going to give you guys, write them Mm -hmm. down, put them in your, whatever, take notes. However, some of these things might not work for you. That doesn't mean that you can't stop yourself from emotional spending. So I just Mm -hmm. want to preface this by saying, it's not like if I don't do all eight, I'm never going to be successful. That's not how this works. So correct. Again, not effort consistency. Yes. Not effort. You don't, it's not, well, I did all, all eight steps and I did them perfectly and I'm still not cured. Yes. Like, did you do all eight for three days and then right. stop? Like it's consistency. Yep. Okay. So let's talk about number one. So know your emotional spending triggers. What moods tend to make you want to fill that void, that gap, um, and start to write them down. Start to, go ahead. You know, what is another thing I was just thinking about too, because this is something this. I feel like people don't view this as bad though, right? Do you ever go grocery shopping hungry and you spend like $400 because you're starving? I feel like that's an emotional spending moment because you're Um, hungry and everything looks good. So you're like, I need fucking all, give me two carts up in this bitch. I'm hungry. And I'll take it a step further. It is so hard for me to go grocery shopping because of having celiacs. Yes. And I'm assuming for you too, because your diet is so limited that when I find something that fits in my parameters, well, I want to buy, I want to buy like all the new things and yes. I want to try them. Yes. So then I end up walking out spending $200 and Jeff's like, that's our monthly grocery budget, Mari. What do you, he was like, spent 140 this week. And I was like, I just spent 140 at Trader Joe's fucking on Thursday. Like, <laughs> to I me, mean, that's like, a genuine... I was like, I was like, how much, how much do we normally spend? <laughs> like. I was like, that's why you grocery shop because you'd have to give me however much money a month. Cause I'd be like, well, I spent a thousand this month. Like <laughs> for what? But yes, going shopping, going grocery shopping hungry is the it's worst mother idea. effing idea you can have. If you can go home and just pop a couple pistachios in your Literally. mouth, chug a protein shake, yep. eat a Twizzler, anything, anything to curb or save yourself you know a hundred dollars. And here's the thing. You're better off go get takeout that night because I will I will say go get takeout that night reset yourself and go back when you are not fucking starving because yes. here's the thing you're gonna go grocery shopping hungry you're gonna get all this shit and you're not gonna want to make a fucking thing exactly. and you're gonna get takeout anyways yep so just get the takeout go home reset yourself go tomorrow go yes. the next morning set it schedule it like be very diligent about that like yes. once you start to recognize like it's like the age-old tale I'll get gas tomorrow. No, you won't. That's not me. I can't do it. You won't. No, you won't. And then you're going to be on the way to driving your kid to school. And you're like, I'm on E fucking great. Now my kid's late to school. I mean, (laughs) me. And I have tried since 2019. I made the resolution of I'm going to do things now. Yes. I'm not going to wait. I'm going to do them now. So like, oh, wash dishes later. No, you do them now. And so like, then like trying to go against that resistance, yeah, uh, Jeff behavioral gave, activation, basically. yes, Jeff gave me a book in 2018 called the war on art. Yeah. I read and it, let me borrow it. Such a good book. And it's yeah. such an easy read, but it talks about like the resistance that you're battling. And the more that you go against the resistance, the more that you choose it, the smaller and smaller and smaller that resistance gets until yep. it's just nothing. You just are free flowing. Yep. And in 2019, man, I was, I was like, get the gas now and blah, 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 blah. Like I was doing all the things and I kind of slowly slipped because obviously quarantine, like I didn't drive anywhere, but like now getting back into that habit of really going places, I like keep having to remind myself of like, no, 
you will get it now. Mm-hmm. It's seven minutes, mm-hmm. seven minutes now versus the 15 to 20. It's going to cost you tomorrow. Yep. Seven minutes, not even because seven minutes is, is usually about five minutes to, cause I time myself to like go against that negative thought of like yes. you have five minutes. And living in Wisconsin, if it's Wisconsin. too cold, your gas will fucking freeze. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've never thing. been, I I've will ne- say I've never been that reckless in the no. sense of like, gonna be negative 30 but I'll chance it like I've never been that person because I'm like yeah, that's actually true because <laughs> here's my here's my other thought like mm, you don't have money for another car <laughs> you don't especially with the way car prices are right now you'll have to take a second mortgage out in your house Mari yes you will oh my god so know your emotional spending triggers pay attention to the moods get a little pocket notebook keep it in your little breast pocket take it out and write it down uh, the more that you start to do a mental to physical connection and like writing things down and charting things and keeping track of things, you will start to then put little pins, little drops, like, like a location on a map, little pins in those moments. And they start to add up and your brain starts to make sense of like, Oh, you know, I am feeling sad. A part of me is feeling sad. Okay. Recognize that that's, that's what that is. And then you can start to work against it. Do you want to go every other? You want me to do them? What do you want? It doesn't matter if you can go every other. Um, So number two, monitor your spending. So track your emotional spending with an app, a spreadsheet, a bullet journal. Mari loves to do this. I will say when I was starting to work on my bullet journal last year, I did make um, a page about like where my monthly spending is, right? So like my rent, my car insurance, like all those things, my apps that I subscribe to and things like that. I will be honest. I can't function by writing down a budget. I just, I can't because really? I'm so OCD because I'm so, it will control me. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Tracking food. I can't do it. I will become obsessed. And then it's, yeah, see, I, I just can't. I just can't. It, like I could go through all my months, but I, I more so don't say like, you only have money for this. It's sure. more so just like when it's coming out and when it came out, mm-hmm. like how much it is, how much the bill is and when it's coming out, like mortgage, blah, blah, blah. Sure. It's com- it, when is it coming out? That's basically what I do. Okay. I don't, I don't, because my pilgrim budget in the beginning, I didn't have any spending money. The yeah. only thing I could spend money on, cause I refused to give it up was getting my nails done. Yeah. I remember That's that. That's it. Like I, I didn't get pedicures. I did not. You also gave up going out. I, I gave up. Oh, yeah way gave up going out, gave up yeah. going out, waxes, everything, everything. But I got my nails done. And I was like, I will work every extra waitressing shift needed to mm-hmm. be able to keep that damn thing. Because that was my like one thing of like, I'm doing this for myself. Well, and I know so, people that like give their spouse like an allowance based on their yeah. budget. That sounds horrifying to me. I'm not judging you, but for me yeah. in my life, I can't function like that. I have too many control issues fucking as it is. So Mm -hmm. I feel like that would just exacerbate them way more. And I think with all the work that I've done on like my money mindset, which I'm still working on, please understand, like that is something that takes a very long time to switch. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, when I started to view money as energy of like, what's going to go out is going to come back. I know I'm going to bring money back. Right. I don't check my bank account as often. The only time I do is if I'm waiting for a payment to clear and I just want to make sure that like mm-hmm. it's gone, but I was obsessively checking my bank account to make sure like I had money or like it was a problem. Mm-hmm. So now I've just view it as like, I'll check it every once in a while to make sure like, you know, PayPal is going into my bank account or whatever. But yeah, for some people it works beautifully and that's fine. I think I check my fine. bank account daily. Do you? Every morning. 
Really? Every morning because being self-pay, like I transfer from Venmo and PayPal and then yeah. pay separate things or make sure that I have money in there. But here's my lesson from that is because I would like pay things. And it, in my mind, I was like, oh, it came out right away. Yes. But then it didn't reflect on my bank account. And I then already forgot about it because at that time I wasn't writing down a budget or bill. Yep. And then I was like, why the fuck did that? Oh, what is this $500 payment for? And it was yeah. like, bitch, because it never came out and you yep. weren't paying attention. Like, so I screwed myself one too many times that I check it and mark the things down when they come out and like sure. make a little checkbox of like, okay, you have to like my water bill, something that doesn't come out um, like regularly. Two months or whatever, right? It's quarterly. Yeah. So, oh, okay. so it's due in April. So like I just sent the payment out today. So now I will have it in the back of my mind until that clears of like $200, $200, $200, $200. Like make sure it came out, make sure it came out. Like, yeah. because so like so many fucking times I would be like, la, 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 la. it already came out. Like it's no, it didn't. You just fucked yourself. <laughs> Three. Use the 48 hour rule. I was, I was deciding in my head of whether I wanted to say that I used to get, try to give Adam, uh, um, allowance because he would spend recklessly. And then I would be like, we don't have money for the bills. I would now. just be like, don't buy fast food for the next week. Like I, I would do that too. And then yeah. I just go buy fast food and continue to do so. And I'd be like, okay, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I don't even know. Why. I take a seat over I don't here. even know. Why I fucking said anything. I'm so sorry. Excuse me. I'm so dumb. I am an idiot. Whoopsie. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, why should I? Because he didn't fucking listen. <laughs> so, but I shared it anyways. So here we go. Step three, <laughs> use the 48 hour rule. Give yourself 48 hours to think about whether or not you actually need what you are wanting to buy. And if it's worth spending the money, this is something that I do when I want something so bad. And it's like a clothing item. I do that when something is expensive. Do you know how long I've been waiting to buy my Kate Spade laptop bag months? Because do you I know me, do you know right how now. long I had to talk you into getting a fucking computer? And I was like, I know, Stephanie, you, you work on it. Like, it's not, it's not like you're it's like, I'm going to vlog. Like, I, I just kind of feel like I like, I might record some stuff for YouTube. Like it's, it's your, it's my your, livelihood. You can't, you can't make any more money unless you have one. Like, my God, I was like, if you don't buy the fucking laptop today. That is that is a need though, right? Like the Kate right. laptop bag is like, right. for me, it's a reward for doing well. Right? Yes. And yes. so I don't need it right now. I don't need to spend that right. money right now. Um, But I think you and I kind of do this too, where we'll fill up like our Amazon cart with a bunch yeah. of shit, right? And then like look through or like, I'll delete shit. Yeah. I'm like, why did I even put that in my cart? I don't yeah. want that. Like, wh yes. what are you doing? I'm not drunk because I don't drink. So I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. No, oh, I just am like, I see something and I want it. Like I've, yeah. I've gotten these little, um, things for my Apple watch, like little like decoration bangle things. Yeah. And I've been like wearing them and I'm like, I don't want these. <laughs> I'm going to return them. <laughs> what did I, I thought I did. I thought I wanted them. And I, I, I didn't, I like held off for a very long time. I was like, I, I don't need them. That's so silly. And then I got them and I was like, it is silly. I don't need these. <laughs> confirmed I did not need them well sometimes you wait a month you get it still and you're like oh this is fucking bullshit I don't want it <laughs> send it back beauty Amazon don't come for me please oh my god <laughs> send it back. True, though. It is. how many times have we sent each other stuff like should I get this like do I really need this and I think we've gotten to a point where we'll be like I don't think that you need it but if you want it right like and I still haven't gotten those jeans <laughs> 
You also didn't buy that big ass bag because I was like, do you need that though? Yeah, yeah. I haven't. I haven't. And I kind of still want it, but I haven't bought it. I haven't. Because it's the color of this. It is. Yellow, like a dand. But when it, do I really need a big yellow bag? No. No, I don't. So like, that's what I keep telling myself in my mind. And it's been so long that I'm like, Mara, you don't. And then, then I get in these like fixations, right? Yep. Like brands that I like that I want. Like, like I get in food fixations. I get in brand fixations. Mm-hmm. Like I was like Lululemon, Lululemon, whatever the fuck, however you say okay. it. I'm, Lululemon, I'm on that shit. I was like, I want it. I want all that stuff. Oh my God. Blah, blah, blah. And I am very, very, very happy with my everywhere bag. Mm. I love this little thing. It's from Lululemon. I don't like their fucking leggings. Their clothes aren't worth it. I'm going to be quite honest. I, I ordered a legging off of eBay, one of their alliance. This is like $88. I got it for 40 and I was like, oh, okay. Deal. You can see your colon through it if you bend over. Stephanie, I was like, this cheap ass fucking fabric. Feels that, really bad in the legs. That works is way better. way better. And so then in my head, I was like, mm. but then I like one of their tops. Their, um, whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. I like one of the tops that I got. So then I ordered one off Poshmark because I was like, oh, cool. Reduced yeah. price. It's It came shrunk. I don't know what I was thinking. Like, duh. Like, duh. It came shrunk. It's from another person that like, yeah. whatever. But then I, now I'm on a new kick. Athleta. I love Athleta clothes. Oh, Burns loves Athleta. Oh, and they're so expensive. Uh, okay, oh, my yeah. God. Jeff was like, oh, it's the Gap version. Kind of like Lululemon. So it's going to be cheaper. And I was like, no. no, I was like, honey. Oh my God. It's so much more expensive. Mm-hmm. it's so much more expensive it is I found amazing workout shorts on Amazon and I'm like st- I will only buy them because mm-hmm. every other pair of shorts ends up in my cervix and I don't need that so like <laughs> but that's the thing I have like five pairs of them right do I need mm-hmm. five pairs I mean I wear them I want you to send me the link though just I just want to check them out <laughs> just I'm not gonna buy one I just want to check it out they're like 19 bucks dude you can't beat it Girl, yeah and like, they have right? biker length because you like the biker ones right I don't you like there's the shorter like, ones? There's like five inch, which no. that will end up in my cervix. No. I have the eight inch. No, there's, is it three, five, and eight? It's three, five, and eight. I have the five inch. The three, there's, it's like underwear. And then the eight is like biker shorts. Yeah, the three is like girls, high school kids playing volleyball. Yes. My butt cheeks are out. What? Yes. I'm, I'm an no, adult. No, thank I'm you. I'm an adult. working out like no. that. No, my labia are going to come flying out when I'm doing fucking <laughs> I, I just warmed to my gyno appointment and she was like, oh, everything looks great. <laughs> do you love how we're (laughs) an overspending episode we're talking about buying (laughs) the fucking accuracy of just the human guys we're therapists and we (laughs) can falter too real life real life guys real life so when you're sitting there thinking like oh no it probably feels like oh i feel yeah we do here we are talking about it (laughs) yes we do constantly Yeah. So okay. figure out whether you actually want it or not is what we're trying to say. Give yourself yes. some time. Take Remove yourself from the emotional situation. Take a picture. Write it down. That's what I do all the time. I, I like to target and I'll take a picture of it and I'll be like, okay. And then I'll sort through it a week later. And I'm like, I don't even fucking like that. That's yep. ugly as shit. Yeah. Cause yes. you're not in that emotional ass mood anymore. Yeah. You're not impulsive at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyways. Number four, remove mm-hmm. spending or shopping apps from your phone. Unfollow people or shops you were constantly buying from to make it less accessible. Do you know how many crystal pages I unfollowed after Girl, I filed bankruptcy because I, I was do. out of control? Granted, were, I love. You were out of control. I I, I was. I love crystals, and They're I sold beautiful. a lot of them when yes, I was going to bankruptcy because I was like, I can't. Like, I just have to get rid of them. The ones yes. I kept are like special to me or whatever. But I also did things like deleted Groupon off my phone because I would yep. buy 
You would buy a lot of Groupon. Like fucking shit. I don't need any of that. Just because it's on sale on Groupon, I don't need it. Yep. Um, What else did I delete? I know that I unfollowed a lot of pages, which sucks, right? Because a lot of it is like, I'm supporting a small business, but like, I need to support myself before I can support a small business. Literally. And then you just get wrapped up of like, I really want that. But like, yeah. Like when you were, before you filed bankruptcy, um, you got one from her. It, uh, the only thing that's coming to mind is mandala, but it's not, it's a, the beads, the necklace. It's oh, not like, um, a, Jesus Christ. Like a manala. What is it? I don't know. Mala, a mala. A mala. Okay. Yes. It's a meditation necklace. Oh my God. For the longest time I was like, I need one of those. I fucking want one. Now I think about it and I'm like, thank God I didn't buy that shit because I mean, they're beautiful. Yes, but they're also not cheap. What the fuck am I going to do with it? $100 for a bead necklace? What are you going to do with that? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yes, unfollow, remove, delete, mm-hmm. take a different route to work, get away from wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Number five, create and stick to a budget where you are focused on saving money. I'm going to take it further than that. Yeah, I'm going to take it further. I just want to look at the other ones just to make sure. Remove saving money. Remove that in the very beginning. If you have not followed a budget before, remove the saving part. Just start writing down your bills. Mm -hmm. Everybody off the top of their head should know a ballpark of what you bring in monthly and what what you export monthly. Bills wise, you should know that off the top of your head. I'm not saying it has to be like $5,393.87, but I think that there should be a like, okay, so my bills going out are about 3000 incoming is blah, 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 whatever it may be for you. Mm-hmm. That should be something that is known off the top of your head. Once you start getting into the routine or habit of writing things down, knowing when they come out, understanding like if they ebb and flow, looking at your budget to start to see where you can consolidate. Mm -hmm. That was a huge thing for me. Did at like when I was going through my budgeting restructured, I didn't need Netflix and Hulu and another streaming app. I didn't need, you know, this cable and this and this and this and that. Like, I didn't need those things. Like, who can I ask for, like, their login to yeah. give myself a little bit of money? Did I need to sp- spend money on Spotify or Audible? Like, I had to remove a lot of things because you have to cut the dead weight, the things that don't matter that you can mm-hmm. get rid of in order for you to start building those savings accounts to start to feel comfortable. Yep then add in the saving towards the end. Mm -hmm. That makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Number six, ask for help from a friend who knows how to budget or who can hold you accountable to not spend. Like we were talking about earlier, right? Mm -hmm. Like sending each other, like, do I really need this? Is this really worth it? Should I wait? You know, like, that's okay. You're not asking the person, you're not like living and dying by their opinion, but you're asking for feedback because they're opinion is important to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like, I know that you've helped friends with their budget yes. as well, because you know what you're doing. So yes. And I would, I budgeting has become a passion of mine. I never was this person. So please, please hear me when I say this, I was never, ever, ever, ever this person. I was mm-hmm. never somebody who wrote a budget down, who knew who, what I had coming in, who understood how to, like, I was never. And for the longest time I was like, I can never be that person, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you the fucking freedom I have now because I have a budget the Mm -hmm. same way, like having a routine and a structure gives Mm -hmm. you freedom because you're 
making sure you're, it's time you're using your time effectively. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're managing yourself effectively. So like, by all means, please, if you need help. Seven window shop studies show window shopping can improve your mood and give you something to work forward, work toward, or look forward to. Mm -hmm. So window shopping is a great way. If you think that you're going to be too tempted, leave, Mm -hmm. just don't do it. Don't. Do not even do it. My favorite hobby is to fill up a cart of things that I want and then leave it. <laughs> not, not, not in a store. <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, I was like, this fucking bitch, you got to talk her like this. I knew it was fucking her. I knew it was that fucking bitch. She left a whole cart full of shit right at the front door. She's fucking back. No, <laughs> I didn't mean I forgot. Like people do actually just fill up carts in stores. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I did that besides grocery shopping. Like, <laughs> filling a cart, like, I don't know, for self school supplies, like, yeah. um, <laughs> or plants. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Wow. Um, I go online, like I'll go on Amazon. I'll go on Athleta. I'll go on whatever old Navy. I do that too. Like adding all these things and like seeing, like seeing discounts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause then in my mind, I'm like, if I want all these things, this is what it costs. Is that I start to frame it in like hours of work. Sure. Is that worth a full I do day that too, actually. worth of work? No. <laughs> yep. No, it's not. For what? Mm-hmm. I can wear this dress a couple of times? No, not worth it. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, oh, hiking shoes. Okay. So if you know, if it's worth, you know, two sessions, three sessions, is it really worth it? Yeah. I'm gonna use those hiking mm-hmm. shoes a lot. That's something I like to do. And it's a double whammy, right? I'm gonna get outside, which creates happiness for me, yep. and also be doing something physical, which creates happiness for me. So exactly. I start I frame it like that. Excellent. And last but not least, I know Mari talked about this earlier, so we'll just preface this, but treat yourself to small purchases within your budget. Like once you get through the initial steps, right. Of like budgeting and figuring out your bills and your shit, like then you can have a fun budget where you set aside X amount of money each month that you know that you can just spend on yourself or on Mm -hmm. something that you want, whether it be your nails or getting your hair done. Right. I don't, Mm -hmm. I get my hair done every few months because it's expensive. Yeah. So I have to budget for that, but like my nails are non-negotiable. My nails are getting done. Yep. Regardless. Like that is something that I'm getting my nails consistently. I'm having my eyebrows on. I'm getting my waxes. Like those to me, that's why I don't set a budget for myself in the sense of like spending money, because those are already like monthly expenses that in my mind, I frame like that's my, that's my excitement. Yep. I'm saying like my, and like Peloton, like I'm paying for that. So like, that's where my budget of like for myself goes. Sure. And if I want something extra, then it's like, okay, how bad do I really want that? Do I need to give something else up? Sure. So hopefully this has helped create some steps of like actionable changes you can make. If this is something, please understand like this is, we're talking about maybe surface to mid-level spending habits, right? Mm -hmm. If you are in the thick of it, if you are in deep, please, please, please seek professional help. Mm -hmm. It is not something that you need to struggle with by yourself. If we are reaching the level of becoming a hoarder of bankruptcy of things like that, like, please reach out to professional help. I full wholeheartedly believe stuff like we, like, because we are therapists and we have worked together so strongly on things like, like, I'm not saying that like I coached you through that, but I definitely was like a sounding board, a person to validate you, a person to be there for you in those moments of where it was like, oh my God. And like mine, mine luckily didn't get to that. But I was, if I had, I not sat down with my friend Steph and created a budget. Oh, I was there, dude. I was Mm -hmm. there. Like 
fucking close. So like that was a very, um, humbling, but necessary experience. And I think initially, because I remember telling my mom that I was going to file and I was crying. Like I wasn't hysterical on the phone, but I was like, so I think I was embarrassed because I was like, you're fucking 36. I was 36. When I started the process, I was finalized the day before I I turned 37. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm fucking 36. I don't have my shit together. Like, this is embarrassing. My mom's like, Hey, like, it's going to be okay. Thankfully, my parents could help me with like the attorney and all that stuff. But I talked to Mari about it constantly because I was like, I was shaming myself. Right. And for what? For I was what? taking a step for me and my kids future and getting on the right path. Like that was the best thing that I could have ever done. Whether or not it impedes my ability to take out a loan in the future. I don't care because now I have the ability to save money. If I want to buy a car in the future, I can put a down payment on a car. If I mm-hmm. want to buy a house someday and get out of apartment living, I will be able to do that eventually. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to be scared of money anymore. Right. Right. Um, so again, please, please, please seek out professional help if we are getting to that level, because there is, again, fig- figuring out like what the spending trigger is or what like that, that starting point is, that's imperative to start mm-hmm. to then recognize why we want to change a behavior. Mm-hmm. So I am B- at BEA underscore XO 11. Steph is at Spooky Fit Mom 13. We are at Rewriting Her Story podcast on Instagram. We are rewriting her story podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, please like, follow, subscribe to us on YouTube at rewriting her story podcast. You get to see these videos where we fuck up or like the behaviors behind why we're laughing so hard um, or the faces I should say. So if you guys need anything, reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. We want to say thank you so much for supporting us, listening to us. We appreciate it more than you will ever know. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.